this is As Told by Sherelle, and this is your podcast for self-discovery and inspiration through storytelling. Each week, you will hear a new guest and hopefully walk away with something that helps enlighten your journey. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, and remember, stop chasing tiaras and be the crown. Fashion is powerful, as evidenced by Maya Karen Stockton, whose fashion blog, Classically Kept, has mastered the art of women's workwear. Professional does not have to mean bland, and Stockton's blog is helping women to understand how to stay classy and put beauty back into business attire. Can you just introduce yourself um, and kind of just talk about who you are, your blog, and, you know, your social space, what you do. Uh, Yes, ma'am. So my name, uh, my first name is Maya Karen. Um, My last name is Stockton. Um, By trade, I am an independent adjuster, so I do work insurance claims. Um, I am also a fashion blogger um, with an emphasis on workwear. Um, So typically, if you get on my page, I do have an Instagram page. It's going to be more so your business casual or your corporate I guess you could say corporate, corporate fashion. Mm-hmm. So can you speak about the role that fashion has played throughout your life? I mean, obviously it's workwear, so I'm sure that plays a role, but in any other aspects, why is fashion so important to you? Um, fashion uh, to me, it's important to me um, because the, the world that we live in, um, I wouldn't say unfortunately, but we live in a world of visuals. Um, people will base their opinion on you just by meeting you without you even saying anything they're going to form an opinion about you just by how you look unfortunately that's just the world that we live in and to me fashion is important because for one it's a way that I can express myself but it's also important because it's a way for you to express yourself you know without without really having to say anything exactly so then what does it mean to be classy and kept because I know that's something that you well, that's, that's your blog name. Right. So what does that really mean? Um, to me, what it means, typically when you hear of the word kept, or I would say back in, the, back in the day, kept was typically a woman who was kept, meaning that, you know, she was married, she had a husband, you know, she was always dressed to the nine, she was always, she was always perfect. You know, her husband paid for everything. When, when people typically think of kept, it's just a woman who's being taken care of. The way that I perceive that is when I say classically kept, it's that that's me. I, I, I keep myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the classic part is really just, you know, classic, like classic fashion. You know, you have the pencil skirts, um, you have the sundresses. I'm, I'm a Southern girl, so I, I love dresses. Um, so, you know, it's the dresses, it's the pearls, it's the earrings, the heels. When you think of classic fashion, you just think of someone who's, you know, well, well put together. How do you modernize that concept? Back in the day, it was very, you know, patriarchal and men did a lot of the work to keep women in their household. Right. How do you modernize that idea of classically um, kept being that a lot of women are taking on men generally considered or traditionally considered men roles? Um, The way I would say that the way that I would say I modernize that um, is 
just I guess basically you know like you said before there are a lot of women now who who do have it all and who do do it all you know they're a businesswoman you know they they sit at a desk now they also have children to take care of and I guess I would just say modernizing the the classic part is you know bringing bringing fashion in I guess into the 21st century for instance mixing prints you know, typically when you go into an office, you know, when you look at someone and they have a suit on, typically it's either three colors. It's either white, I'm sorry, it's either black, gray, or let's say navy. Nowadays, you go into an office, a woman might have on a bright pink suit and she still will be classic. It's just a different take on it. It's, it's, it's more modern. Right. So why is this message of appearance an important message? Why do we need to discuss this more? Um. I think the reason why we need to discuss it more is because it's it's kind of not necessarily a double-edged sword, but it is it is a double standard. Um, and the reason why I say that is because, like I said before, we we live in a we live in a world of visuals, and people will base things off of just by meeting you. Let's say, for instance, you're at an interview, and you have on a certain thing without you even saying anything, without you even discussing what you bring to the table, they're going to form an opinion on you just by seeing what you are wearing. And unfortunately, sometimes after they've made that decision, they don't truly care what you have to say because of the way that you look. Um, right. You know, so I, th- I think it's very important. Yes, I, I just think it's very important, especially if you, especially in corporate America, if you want to go up that corporate ladder and you're going to be meeting with clients, having meetings, you know, getting accounts and doing things like that. Unfortunately, people are going to base it off of how you look when you walk into that door. So what are your biggest tips for women who want to have that appearance in the corporate world, but are kind of struggling to create a wardrobe? Um, I would first say, start with your basics. And I'm not talking about, you know, everyone loves Forever 21. You know, you can go there and buy just about anything. But when I, when someone asked me how to start a wardrobe, I would say start with quality basics. I'm not talking about, you know, you have to go to Saks, you have to go to Nordstrom and spend a thousand dollars on a suit. I'm talking about just quality. So I would say the first thing to start off with would just to be a basic pair of classic black pumps. Um, I do know that typically in the workplace, it should be anywhere from three inches lower. Um, Some people actually prefer two and a half inches. And then after that, I would probably say just get a very nice tailored suit. Um, Like I spoke about before, typically it would be in three colors. You Mm -hmm. can either have it in black, gray, um, and I know uh, navy. And then the next thing after that, I would say is just get a classic um, tote. Um, I know that a lot of people love, I believe it's the Louis Vuitton Neverfull. That goes with just about anything. But if you're not really looking to spend that kind of money, especially just starting out, you can go to Target, you can go to TJ Maxx, and just get a very classic black tote bag. And then the last two things I would say is to get just like a nice trench coat. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I would say just, you can even go to Target, you can go to H&M, just get a couple of collared shirts. Um, that way you can switch him in and out with this with a suit and you probably won't even be able to tell the difference. And, you, you know, you can wear that a couple of days out of the week. So how do you mix your personal style into traditionally corporate considered apparel? What 
do you do or what advice do you have for someone who doesn't want to lose their personality um, but is still looking to create a wardrobe that is more appropriate for the work, the corporate work world? Right. Um, and when, when we're talking about corporate and when we're talking about because it's typically business, business casual or corporate, um, I do know that a lot of companies um, these days, even though you're sitting at a desk from nine to five, I do know that their work um, model when it comes to wardrobe, a lot of them are now saying it's, you know, come as you are. Um, so typically for some people, that could be jeans. Um, and it also just depends on the environment of your workplace. There are some companies that are going to move towards that. And there are some companies that are just going to want you to, you know, stay the standard business casual or business mode. So the way that I do it is typically I'll start with like my sweaters. For instance, I get a lot of my um, just to like crew neck classic um, sweaters. I get them from J. Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they come in, they come in all different colors. They come in all different sizes, patterns. And that's typically where I like to start because I'll typically wear a sweater and a pencil skirt to work. Um, I have a couple of solid colors. They might be a little bright. They might be a little dull. But I do also have a couple of printed sweaters. So I would say probably, you know, start with that. Like, for instance, I have um, a it's leopard print. Um, you know, I'll wear that. But then I'll also just put on a very solid conservative um, skirt. That way, you know, when you look at me, or let's say, for instance, I'm standing up at a meeting and giving a speech, your eye has one focal point. It's not going all over the place because I have on so many different prints and colors. So what do you believe your style says about your personality? Or maybe what are some things that you want people to know um, about your personality that you do represent in your style, but you wish you could do more fully? (laughs) Um, So this question is actually pretty interesting because um, (laughs) (laughs) the way I dress is very structured. So Mm -hmm. um, I I have been told by friends, family, and loved ones that I'm somewhat uptight (laughs) and somewhat (laughs) quite serious. And, Mm -hmm. you know, most of my um, handbags that I carry, they're also very structured, clean lines. Um, So um, I I do, you know, like when I'm at work and when I'm in work mode, I am, I do mean business. Mm -hmm. Um, But once, once you get to know me, once I actually get kind of close to you, I am a little bit more silly. Mm -hmm. And that probably doesn't come across in the clothing that I wear, (laughs) which is one thing that, that I am trying to work on. Mm -hmm. So my my fashion or my aesthetic it does speak to one part of of who I am but not so much the other part so that's that's what I'm working on okay so how do you do that like what if you wanted to change your look how do you go about doing it because everyone has a different process right I think sometimes personally I get tripped up and how to go about switching up my look without looking crazy, right? Um, so, how do you how do you switch things up without making like a drastic change? Um, it's interesting that you asked me that as well because I've actually had a conversation with two girlfriends here recently in the past couple of months who do want to change um, their their wardrobe, and they don't really work nine to five, so they can basically do anything that they want. So Mm -hmm. I would suggest, you know, 
maybe just, you know, one day going into a store, maybe looking at a mannequin or going into a section of that store that you wouldn't necessarily go into and, you know, look at it and like, you know what, I could probably wear that and, and get away with it. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, I could never wear that. And I'm looking at them and it's like, well, you know, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. You know, fashion is so subjective now that you could basically put on anything that you want and call yourself a fashion guru. I mean, every single day, you know, fashion rules are being broken. And it's just, I think you you always want to make sure that you're comfortable in your clothing. But I would say, you know, just start looking in different areas that you wouldn't necessarily, you know, look in. Case in point, I have a girlfriend who everything that she wears, it has to match. And that's that's fine. But if you want to get out of that, start looking at different colors and patterns, maybe even wear colors that you wouldn't necessarily think that go together, because I know that's how I come up with some of my outfits sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what's more useful for your per- personal wardrobe? Is it accessories, tops, bottoms? What do you like being over more than anything? Um, right now, it would probably be, be tops, because um, right now, it's ruffles, embellishments, sleeves, all of that. Because let's say, for instance, you have a pair of jeans that you absolutely love and you don't really want anyone to know that you're wearing, like maybe say like the, those same jeans three days in a row. Throw on three different tops and you have three different outfits that people probably won't even realize that you've been wearing those same jeans for the past three days. But if you put on three different tops with those same jeans, it will probably look like completely three completely different outfits. So I would say tops. Okay. So then what about uh, like where you enjoy shopping the most? Like, do you have some brands that you just are constant go-tos? I do, yes. Um, so just for reference, I'm 5'2". Um, I weigh mm-hmm. 107 pounds. So typically when I walk into a store, it's either going, I'm either going to wear the smallest size or it's just going to be too big. Um, So I typically shop at um, Banana Republic and J. Crew. Those two stores, I can go in and probably about 85 to 90% of the time, the clothing will fit. But when I do go shopping, I do take into consideration um, tailoring in my budget because eight times out of ten when I buy something something is going to have to be altered but those would be the two stores that I know that I could go into and find something that I'm going to like I mean I I can relate I'm I fluctuate between 115 and 120 Mm -hmm. and 5'1 so like same struggle (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so a lot of like the other stores like you know um, what is it that I um, is it? New, I think it's New York and Company. I don't mm-hmm. even go in there. Um, there's 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 no point. Um, yeah. But here recently, um, Express they have actually reintroduced their double zero. So if you don't go in there, you you probably fit something in there. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's probably maybe like last year they reintroduced their double zeros, and then J Crew they actually they're supposed to be expanding both ways, bigger and smaller. Um, I don't know what size you wear in J. Crew, but I do know that they have reintroduced their their triple zeros, and that's typically what I wear. Yeah, I recently got like a sweater there, and it was like a 
XXS. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what I wear. And they fit every time. Yep. Um, Actually, to be honest with you, that was a little surprising for me because I didn't think I was that small. Um, But like I said, my (laughs) weight fluctuates. And so, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm hitting my growth spurt late. And so, like, I'm getting taller and slender. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Well, Uh, I'm I'm still waiting for my freshman 15. And I've been out of college for a couple years. So... (laughs) Same. It never hit me. That's okay. I'm waiting. Okay. It I'm might happen later waiting. on in life. It, um, it just happened to my mother. Really? Yes. And she's she's going to kill me. But she's 56. And mm-hmm. she claims now that she just got a body. And it, it's true. Wow. <laughs> See, yeah. I mean, for some women, it hits them way later in life. So you never know. Um, I, you, you know Adrienne Bailon, the girl who's on The View? Yes. She said that her weight um, gain started at 30. Okay. And so, so she used to be super, super skinny. And then she's like 30. She just kind of like picked up weight. And I was like, well, you know, I'm getting there. So I was going to say, I'll be 30 in December. So maybe that will happen. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I'll be checking it now. <laughs> um, so my last question to you is in terms of fashion trends for younger generations, um, I personally feel like the younger generations are more comfortable showing more. Um, do you <laughs> do you have any advice on how to have the appeal, you know, the sex appeal, if you are looking for that, um, but still keep it classy and you know, you know, have that feminine touch um, that can attract, but doesn't isn't so overt. E- yes, yes, ma'am. I have this conversation all the time with my girlfriends and my mother don't get me wrong I understand that we are in an age of it's not the me too movement it's the um the body positive movement I get it I am all for it however this and 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 like you said just to go back to what you said it's it's very clear that the younger generation is is very comfortable showing skin I think that is a wonderful thing but at the same time, though, the amount of skin that I see some of these young ladies just coming out of the house in is appalling to me. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, we live in a world of visuals. And unfortunately, like I, like I keep saying, people are going to base things and just assume and form opinions of you just based on, you know, you and your girlfriends walking down the street. It's not so much the, the skin being shown. It's the amount of skin. Because don't get me wrong. I love backless dresses. To me, one of the sexiest things that a woman can show without being overtly sexy is her back. Right. But if you have your back out and you also have all the cleavage in the world and you also have on, I think they call them hot pants now, and then, like, I noticed the trend now is, like, when you have on shorts, um, the, the bottom part of your butt is actually physically out to where you can see it. That's just, really? that, that, that's, yes, that's just too much. <laughs> that, that's, for me personally, that is too much. So I would say to keep it, to keep it classy, you know, to keep something to the imagination, I would say pick one. You know, maybe you want to wear a mini skirt. That's fine. I have a couple myself. Then maybe the top part you might want to, you know, cover, you know, cover, cover that part up. 
or if you feel like it's a cleavage day, you want to show the girls, I'm all for, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Just make sure that the bottom part is covered. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's leave something to the imagination because you know we've all been on Instagram. You know, we all see the butt selfies, the selfies with the cleavage. All of that is fine, but you just have to sit and think about the message that that is sending. On top of that, you really don't want that type of attention from that guy who's, you know, going to be trying to talk to you when you are half dressed. (laughs) That's not the type of man that you want to attract. True, true, true. Or, yeah, the type of attention, like... Exactly. The message you send is going to get a certain kind of response, is what I hear you saying. Exactly. Exactly. So, if you want to show the skin, I am all for it. Just think about the amount and how much, you know, pick pick one, top or bottom. <laughs> or, yeah. even, or, or even the middle. You, you can even <laughs> right. the middle. Like I said, I work nine to five. I work six and seven days a week when I'm on an assignment. So my wardrobe is is mainly focused on workwear. So, you know, I can't wear a crop top to work. But on the weekend, if you want to do that, go for it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your advice. Uh, I personally want to ramp up my wardrobe because I'm, you know, depending on what, you know, where you work. Mm -hmm. Some of the, um, you know, and you mentioned this before, some of the articles that you wear may or may not be appropriate. Um, And I'm in a process of, you know, a different type of employment that allows me to wear things that are a little more corporate, whereas before I was working in the classroom, teacher, you know, in the classroom. Okay. Some of those things just wouldn't make sense, right? Right. Um, For the age group that I taught. So it's really good to have people like you who can kind of show you what looks good and kind of give you an idea of what might work. Um, Because sometimes after not wearing corporate wear for so long, I'm like, where do I even begin? Where do I start? Like, what do I do? You know? So thank you. Thank you for providing your advice and your tips. Um, It's really awesome. And I think we need more people like you to kind of help us stay on track in terms of how to look nice and keep ourselves classically (laughs) kept, right? Well, I appreciate it because I'm actually, I'm actually on the opposite side because my Mm -hmm. friend's like, okay, well, let's go out. It's like, and I look in my closet and it's like, I don't have anything to wear. (laughs) I can't (laughs) wear my sweater set to the club. Right, no, no, you cannot do that. No, no, no. I mean, no, I no. could, but I would, I would get a whole bunch of crazy looks. Like, where, where she come from? Exactly, exactly. Well, before you go, please let people who listen uh, know where they can find you, and kind of remind them again of your blog, um, your Instagram space, Instagram profile, and any other social spaces that you um take up. Um, definitely, sure. Um, well, first, thank you so much for the interview. It was loads of fun. Um, my my name is Maya Karen. Um, my I I guess it's a handle on Instagram. It is classically, and the first one it's spelled with a K, and then it's an underscore, and then it's just kept. Um, and then that is also the same name as my blog. So it would be www.classicallykept.com. All right. Well, thank you, Maya Karen. It was such a pleasure. Um, we'll keep in touch. Okay. All right. Thank Have you so much. One. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to As Told by Sherelle. For more weekly stories, please subscribe to my podcast.